Head over to MiniatureMarket.com where they have thousands of board games at discounted prices like Fox in the Forest Duet. Hello my friends, it's the Game Boy Geek here. Today, it's all about the fox. And it's not just about anywhere, it's about the forest because the fox is going to be going around trying to find different hidden gems. Today, we're talking about Fox in the Forest Duet. Now, a few years ago, Fox in the Forest came out. It was a two-player competitive trick-taking game. This is sort of a sequel, a standalone sequel to that game where it's a cooperative two-player trick-taking game. Let me show you how it's played. I'll see you on the other side in the game. All right, well, there's Fox in the Forest Duet. I like that it has sort of a similar look and art style as the original game, because it is a sequel. It sort of like keeps that look and feel, makes it feel like you're in that same universe. Uh, the colors, the logos, things like that. And I, I like how they sort of kept that consistent. This is a standard trick-taking game with a twist, and I typically like it when trick-taking games don't try to do anything like super crazy, but they try to stay true to what trick-taking is and then do you know their little twists on it, and this definitely does that. I like that you're trying to stay on the path, meaning don't go too far, but you're also trying to get gems. So you're bouncing back and forth, you're trying to get to the end but not go too far, but find the right time to do that, because you don't want to have to win a trick after that and then run off the edge, which will kind of like shorten the, the game and make it harder for you. So I like that you're trying to stay on that path, but also get as many gems as you can. I like that you're trying to think tricks ahead. You're looking at what's in your hand. You're looking at possibly what they played. And you're going, oh, I could go here now, but then I'm going to win and I'm going to lead. And I have all these high cards, which means I'm probably going to win a bunch of times in a row. So what do I, you know, so you're thinking tricks ahead. And I like that aspect of it. The card abilities are good. They definitely give the twist in the game of I'm going to play this. Oh, we can ignore one of these cards for movement. Or you know what? We can change the decree card, the trump card, essentially. Things like that. And I like it gives that game, the game a tourist just like the original game did. Uh, the game doesn't overstay its welcome. Sometimes trick-taking games, like back in the old days, they were meant to be played for 45 minutes to an hour. Some newer trick-taking games have done that and I haven't liked them as much. Uh, I like this one that really doesn't overstay its welcome. It's basically about a 20-minute game. On the negative side of things, thematically I have a problem with the gems. It's like, uh, why gems? It just seems so silly. Like, why wasn't it something more realistic and thematic? Because you have a fox. And why wasn't it even just them finding little dens to hang out in at different times during the day? You know, different safety, safe, safe spots. But like I said, it's something thematic like dens, you're finding gems. And for me, it sort of like pulled me out of the theme. And I liked the theme in general, but it kind of pulled me out of it to the point where like, I disliked that aspect of the game. Also, the game can feel a little samey after playing a handful of plays with the original, uh, you know, with, with, with the same player. Because um, sure, the puzzle is going to change, you're going to have different cards, sure there's different difficulties, you can flip the board over and things like that, but essentially you're doing the same thing. And, you know, recently a game came out called The Crew in Europe at Essen. It's coming out later this year and it's a cooperative trick-taking game. And when this game comes out, it's going to be probably one of the most talked about games of the year. Uh, and it did a really interesting thing where every time you play the game, you're going through different campaigns, you're trying to do different things, the missions change. And it was so exciting to play a trick-taking game that's different every game, it's also cooperative, that playing this and doing the same thing over and over didn't feel as fun. Um, and I know you should review this on its own merit, but as well, you're competing with other games that are out there. Um, now, that other game is, more, is three or more players. It has a variant for two that I haven't played. This still is its own sort of thing because I can't think off the top of my head of any other two-player cooperative trick-taking game. So this is definitely different. But it did still feel a little samey after a handful of plays against, you know, with the same player. Um, and I liked the original Fox and the Forest better where you're, 
and I and I like cooperative games, but in, in the original, you, you you're trying to either go for all the tricks or just be in the middle. Otherwise, you're gonna you know not get as many points. And this just felt I don't know. I didn't like it as much, but I didn't dislike it either. Uh, I enjoyed the game. I just liked the original better. And then when comparing it to the crew, it was like, uh, I don't know. But it still does have that place for two-player cooperative trick-taking games that kind of got the monopoly on that, I believe. And that's Fox and the Far's duet. Did you miss the Game Topper 2.0 Kickstarter? Have no fear. It's not too late to get in on the ultimate gaming accessory. Convert your table into a high-quality gaming table with a fully portable Game Topper system and take advantage of some of the best 3mm premium gaming mats in the industry. New styles, new sizes, and new accessories can be yours. Upgrade every game you play by late backing now at GameToppersLLC.com.